everyone, Maria Mariano, multi-level marketing specialist, celebrating 40 years, and I did it again. Did you see that, Melissa? I did it again. Here I thought I was on, and I'm still not on. 300 hours later, 300 hours later. Guys, just remember, success is a work in progress. The question is, do you give up too fast? I never give up. 40 years later, I know, eh, Melanie Miller, our best years are yet to come. 2022, OMG, can I tell you what a start to 2022? And then week one of February, Melanie, we did it again. Growth, we did it again. Smashing uh, new members, records, unbelievably sales also. And I know why, I know why it's all about the subject today. Today's subject in the seven habits of highly effective people, which we are right now covering habit number seven, sharpen the saw, which is many segments. Today's segment is our capacity to balance and, and, and be able to renew ourselves. <gasps> Melanie Miller, I'm so happy you made it in. Okay. I don't know if you listened to my messenger I sent you, but I'm going to let you cover the examples for family and the corporate world. I, I'm going to cover, um, this aspect that I realize um, that is very important how COVID is negatively affecting us, okay, when it comes to balance and renewal. And we're going to share a few tips today. Marie-Pierre, she's the astronaut, 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 the, the, the brain on giving us the technical advice on how to land this uh, ability, the ability to balance and renew, renew ourselves. So if it's the first time you're joining the podcast, please, please, please share. I just want to tell everyone in the Anglophone community that number one in the Anglophone community are two Francophones sharing the podcast. Hello, my friends. Okay. So we have Virginie, who has the most uh, shares and like buttons. And we have Isabelle. I want these names to be English names on the English podcast. Monique, I want to see your name up here. <laughs> you see, Monique, everything is about tracking. Did you see that? I track everything. How many hearts you send us, how many times you share. I track, 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 track everything. So good morning. The podcast is all about leveling up together. It's about building a community where we feel safe about expressing our vision, our goals without being laughed at. Because if you're in an environment with where people are uh, 
blase, where people are um, disconnected from their dream life. Like they've settled for, well, what do you want me to do? This is my life. It is very hard for you to level up. It is very hard for you to work on being a better version of herself. So this was, was where the podcast was born. And then I needed, as Maria Mariano, I needed to be accountable for personally developing myself. Who knew COVID was going to hit, right? Melanie Miller, who knew? And here the podcast became more and more relevant. So thank you for sharing ahead of time. And if you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, please go on Facebook. It's called the group inspirational, the millionaire of the diamonds. So if you hit a French post, it is a bilingual group, French and English. And I can't wait for it to have 22 languages, all right? And what's beautiful with um, Facebook is even if something is written in French in the text, there's translation. Whoa! All right. And if you have something fun to share, something that's going to help us level up, this is a platform where you're safe. It's a closed group where you can go to a live and say, listen, guys, I had this realization and I want to share it with you. I live this with my child. I want to share it with you where we encourage ourselves. Diving into the subject today, and as I tell my friend Monique all the time, please lean in, <laughs> be very intentional. Yes, I am responsible. Yes, Monique. Lean in and take down the notes you're going to need to take down for to help you balance and renew, renew yourself. Living a life in balance means what? It means taking the time to renew myself. This is what it means. And honestly, it's all up to me. My husband will never say, oh, Maria, you look a little bit tired. Hey, Melanie Miller, Alan, Alan, please go rest, Melanie Miller. I think you've done it. No, no, no. L guys, listen, listen to me. Nobody's going to take care of you other than you. Okay. And don't start saying, can't he see I'm tired? Ladies, look, look. No. No, he can't see you're tired. Can my children see all that I'm doing? No. Children's job is to take, not to give. Okay, this is the children's job. So it's going to be all up to us to renew. Things like napping every afternoon. If I just one piece of advice that I will tell you from the bottom of my heart, I don't care if you're working full time in a job that you have no choice to show up at the same time and finish at the same time, it is discipline to put in your schedule, napping, okay? Even if it's waiting 20 minutes in the car so you can nap before picking up the children at daycare, napping for me, for me, here I am very intense, here I go, is a must to renew yourself and be able to do the second half of your day. Actually, the most important part of your day, which is taking care of your family with love and not saying, and barking all the time. And then when the husband comes to rub the, the leg, he says, I'm too tired. What, what do you think? You're going to, you're going to, it's, it's going to get better. Melanie, I had to put in the SCX. Sorry. You think it's going to get better as you get older? Guys, 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 get with the program. So renew yourself every day by napping at least 20 minutes. I don't remember which president it was. He sat in the chair. He put keys in his hands. Forgot who he was. And he would nap. And what would wake him up was when he was fully asleep, the keys would fall to the floor and he would wake up. Okay. You've got to nap. Family time. 
Now, I'm not talking about family time Monday to Friday where you're in the rush of the supper, the, the homework, and the sports. I'm talking about family time, making it a tradition every Saturday night. Marie-Pierre is going to talk more about it. But I realized that me and Mohammed, uh, with COVID, we're two go-getters. You have to understand that both of us are very, very ambitious. Both of us are very, we're like, we love to work. Both of us love to accomplish. And where we found ourselves all the time was because we traveled nearly every single month, sometimes for three days, sometimes for a week, but we would go to Florida. Like you'd get in the plane and we would turn off and it'd be me and Mo time, me and Mohammed, right? And with COVID, I realized, and, you know, I told him this a couple of weeks ago, actually, during the holidays. I said, Mohammed, you realize it's the first time in two years that we don't have quality time together. Thank God our couple is very solid. So, you know, you, you lasted. But what happens in our couple, we don't talk about people. We don't talk about, uh, you know, reality TV. Like, we talk about projects. And we're very efficient people, both. So give us five minutes. We pretty much covered our goals for the week, and then what do you do? So when we traveled, we we are adventurous, both of us. We, we love to explore new places. We love to learn. And I, I find that th this um, is something that we need to add. And if, for those that don't know, I'm leaving again on Saturday. I'm going to Cancun Moon Palace. Whoa! I'm going to be doing you live from there. Ma Ma uh, Melanie, I'm going to be giving a live tour of everything there is to do. Because I want you guys to qualify in February. And I want you to bring your children. Because children 17 and, other, and under is free. Did you hear? Free? If it's free, it's for me. <laughs> Anybody else? If it's free, it's for me. Okay, giving you, you the chance to renew. So it means having a balanced program, yes, in four areas, physical, social, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Sharpening the saw keeps us fresh, relevant. Can you imagine Melanie Miller, me, running a multi-level marketing business without taking the time every day to sharpen my skills as an entrepreneur and taking the time every day to... If I wasn't talking to my 2080, I mean, how do you stay relevant? How do you stay relevant? How do you keep the other six habits in balance? And this is true for every organization as well as individual lives. And I have a new word, which I will share with you later. I hope, Melanie, I'm going to put in the right context. Because with me, with the new words, what happens is I've got this new word I love, but then I put it in the wrong sentence. Anyways, Melanie Miller my doctor will let me know if I'm going to use it right or not. But what I want to share here with you, if you, if not, you will become weak physically and more, more morally. We'll become an autopilot. The mind becomes mechanical and loses all creativity. The, the, the emotions become raw. We're going to lack emotional intelligence. Did you see how people behave at sh shopping centers in the cars? Like, did you see the lack of emotional intelligence COVID has created because COVID has, has not allowed people to sharpen the saw? I know Sylvain is going to be keeping the, the mall a little while longer. And I said, I'm so happy, Sylvain. I don't care whether it's costing you money, the mall or not. I just want to see you getting up and going, going somewhere. Because not everybody is like Melanie that goes and walk the dog for an hour, two hours a day. For a lot of people, that's difficult. But if you have a place to get up and go, 
Yes, it's going to help. The spirit becomes insensitive. We lose our compassion. We lose empathy. The person becomes more selfish, more, more egotistical when they're not sharpening the saw. And most important, it becomes scenic. That's my other word today. Scenic, okay? That means you believe everybody is doing things just for their own self-interest. And it's not true. Especially like, look at our podcast. I mean, there's no self-interest here other than giving me a platform that I need to be accountable. Well, yeah, personal self-interest, I guess, but there's no profit. There you go. So it's not a pretty picture. It's not a pretty picture. So I'm going to drop, I'm going to give my, um, like in a rally race, the patank, I don't know what it's called, to Melanie Miller, because she's my superstar when it comes to giving you examples on families and in a corporate world. Take it away, Dr. Melanie Miller. Okay, thank you, thank you, Maria. Um, and uh, I, I love what you were saying about um, making sure that we personally uh, sharpen the saw, uh, the saw all the time. And it's something that I think I've been good at all my life. I've always been able to um, get exercise because I know that my body needs it. I've always been able to take time to renew my spiritual. Melanie? Probably, probably that. They, can, they can't hear you on the Zoom. Open your mic on Zoom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Thank you. There's too many things this morning that are not the same as normal. Bad enough that you uh, you normally do things. Now it's new things. Okay. Uh, what I was saying was it's very important that you you are able to sharpen your own saw because you need to always be thinking about what areas of my life are lacking. And I've always been somebody that has sharpened the saw for physical activity. Every day I do something. Sharpen the saw for mental activity. I'm always reading. Um, Maybe spiritual is something that uh, I, I have to do a little bit more work on, so I'm doing it more often. And um, the emotional, social, obviously interacting with all you guys and people around me. And having balance is really what it takes in any business, in any family. And, um, you know, I don't know if you, most of you weren't born, but back in the uh, 70s or 60s even, the Japanese started doing exercises in their factories. And everyone like, what are these people doing? You know, they've got their people out there. They've got to do a full day's work. Why are they putting them through an exercise routine? Well, the reality is the Japanese had recognized that their people were not living a balanced life. They were coming to work. They were going home. They're sitting maybe with their families because families are very important, but they weren't put, giving any time for exercise. So the Japanese instigated this program where the people were basically forced to exercise and thus they had a renewal. And, you know, Google is probably one of the best known fact, um, companies in the world for having balance for their employees. I mean, their employees are encouraged to have social and emotional interactions at work. They have places to go to watch the TV or just chat with friends. They have places to go to have the exercise. Um, and so in Google, it's all about having that balance. And unfortunately, so many companies and so many people don't understand the need for balance because what they do is 
They work all the time. They'll, they'll say to you, well, I have to work because I need to be able to get this or do this for my family. But the reality is that if they're not balancing, they're actually walking fast going nowhere because as Maria says, they get to the point where they're angry and, and cannot be the person that they want to be for their families. So I found a, a, a story um, which is about family dinners, and it's in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Families. And this is by a lady called Marianne Jennings, who is the professor of legal and ethical studies at Arizona State University. And she was reflecting back on her own life and realized how vital the kitchen table was. So this is her story. I cut out my wedding dress at the same place where I memorized my spelling words. It was in that same place that I ate archway cookies each day after school. And it was there that I prepared for my SAT. My husband-to-be was grilled mercilessly in the same spot. Much of what I have learned and hold dear is inextricably intertwined with the kitchen table. This four by six scratched and worn piece of furniture was a small physical part of my home. Yet as I look back on what we did there, I realized that it was a key to the life I now have. Each night during my youth, it was the kitchen table where I was held accountable for the day's events. When is the next report card? Did you clean up the mess in the basement? Did you practice your piano today? If you wanted dinner, you had to accept the accompanying interrogation that would have violated my Miranda rights if I had done anything, something more than attempt to bathe the neighbor's parakeet. There was no escaping the nightly confrontation with accountability. But that kitchen table was not just a source of fear. It was my security blanket. No matter how rough the day's tauntings had been and no matter how discouraged how, sorry, no matter, there was, uh, sorry, I lost my place looking up. The kitchen table and its adult caretakers were there every night to comfort and support. The fear generated by the Cuban Missile Crisis and my fourth air raid drill in a week disappeared in the daily certainty of a family gathered around the table graced with Del Monte canned peas, clover leaf rolls, and oleo. Regardless of the day's schedule or demands, the kitchen table brought us back together for roll call at 6 p.m. every night. And following my dismal task of doing dishes at a time when automatic dishwashers were country club novelties, I returned to the kitchen table to sweat bullets over homework. I read Dick, Jane, and Spot stories aloud to my father, who then did his homework while I wrote and rewrote the math tables I carry in my mind even today. Each morning that table sent me off, fed and duly inspected for clean fingernails and pressed Bobby Brooks. No one left that table without a review of the day's events and assigned chores. That kitchen table nurtured, it was my constancy amid the insecurities of crooked teeth, more freckles than skin, and geography bees on state capitals. 
So as I read this story, I was reminded that, you know, families with traditions are families that give security to their to their um, children, that they have a tradition of sitting round the table. And you don't have to have a tradition to sit round the table every single day like this lady. But everybody knows that in Maria's house, Saturday night is family night. Everybody knows that if they go to Maria's house, even if they're not family on Saturday night, there's masses of food. It's a security. It's an environment. In my house, Saturday night has become um, games night. And so I was uh, say, explaining to Maria that last Saturday, and I know in Monique's house it's the same thing, they have games nights regularly, no TV. And on Saturday, we actually played a new game. And this new game was called Pandemic, yes. And it was actually designed before um, the COVID came out. But what is great about this game was that it was a cooperative game. And to start with, we're all like, well, how's this going to work? You know, it's not going to be much fun. But actually working together, being cooperative, having roles that each of us could do something. I think we may have started a new tradition of, of, of looking at cooperative games. But we have traditions in our family, really simple things like every Christmas Eve, the kids get new pajamas, right? Even now, the, my oldest is 30 years old. But, but when I listen to my children about things they remember from their childhood, it's those traditional things that come up time and time again that they knew that they had a place that they could go to get renewed. When things were tough at school, they were glad to get in the car at the end of the day because that was the place they felt safe. Everything else was gone. So renewal doesn't just come in the active sense of, well, now I need to do my mental and now I need to do my spiritual, et cetera, et cetera. It comes from security of being, of knowing that, that whatever you say or do, you're safe and that you are uh, somebody special in the eyes of the people that you feel secure with. So for me, renewal is, is very important. And it's something that I recommend to all of you out there to uh, start, if you haven't done it already, start bringing traditions into your family life. So that's it from me, Maria. And now we go over to young Mary Pierre. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. So yes, just before I start my part, I want to make sure that everyone shared the podcast this morning. So if you haven't shared, that's the time to do it. So if you're on Podbean, it gives you heart for the draw at the end of the month for the conditioning pro program. And on Facebook, of course, we want you to always add a comment when you um, share the live so people will 
uh, know why they should listen to the podcast this morning. And it's really with your help that we can grow our community that always level up every day so we can achieve our vision of building a thousand millionaires. So thank you for sharing. I know that a lot of people already share. If you haven't shared, that's the time to do it. So let's go in the next part. So yes, you must have a continual improvement process in your life if you hope to thrive and prosper in an environment of constant change and upheaval. So avoiding the condition of mediocrity, Stagnation and complacency require great initiative, vision, and discipline. And it can occur only, only if you are willing to pay the price to achieve the private victory. So continually sharpen the saw and spend time each day renewing the four dimensions of your life. Physical, spiritual, mental, and social-emotional. So as a part of this self-renewal process, at the beginning of each day, Think about your mission statement, what you stand for, and what, you, and what your purpose is in life. And then ask yourself those three questions. Number one, what is it that I want to do today? Number two, how am I going to deal with my loved one today? And number three, how am I going to handle today's challenges? So that's the three questions you want to ask yourself at the beginning of each day to make sure you have your self-enrolled process. So yes, that's great, but how can we really have our self-enrolled plan? So yes, there's some steps you can follow to uh, make sure you have your self-enrolled plan. So you have six steps. So number one, it starts small. So start your plan with an activity that you feel very motivated doing never had the desire to take a class in metaphysics? Okay, <laughs> so what? Find something you are truly interested in. There's got to be something. Number two, it's keep it going. So continue using any successful activity you're already doing for renewal. No need to reinvent the wheel. Number three, it's take your time. So play with different ideas and experiment until you find the right combination of things that work for you. Don't forget that you can combine activity from different dimensions and kill two birds with one stone. Number four, it's don't overwhelm yourself. So if all your renewal activity fill daily time slots, you could be and you could become overwhelmed rather than living in. So go easy on yourself and don't expect a quick fix. Number five, it's continually adjust. So very rarely will a plan work forever. Times change, your interest and ability will change. So plan to continually adjust and update your activities. And number six is be self-aware. So your likes, dislikes, and personal style will help you in planning activity, which yield great, greatest restorative potential. So that's the sixth step to remember. Yes, you want to have your renewal plan, but you want to make sure that it's balanced in the four dimension. And remember, start small and start with something that you really like doing. Because if you start with something that is really far away from your interest, you will not continue your self-renewal plan. <laughs> That's it for the self-renewal plan. 
Thank you. Thank you. You, you printed that for me, right? Yes, okay, I, I, I always love to have that in hard copy. Self-renewal plan, the conditioning, eh, Melanie, Marie-Pierre, it helps a lot. So in closing, I, you know, I was listening to all of you, quite simply, honestly, is to be intentional, join a multi-level marketing business. I, I was thinking about it this morning, and you know, any, any one of them, any respectable MLM, and I'm gonna tell you why. There is no better platform for personal growth with accountability than a multi-level marketing business. I don't care which industry. I really believe that if you are in a world where you're feeling right now stuck and frustrated, the best way to be accountable is joining an MLM. Like, honestly, all of, all of you on Zoom right now, didn't your energy level change when you joined a multi-level marketing business? For those that you that are in multi-level marketing, all of a sudden we're learning. All of a sudden we're excited. All of a sudden the fire went from being just a spark to flaming flames. Melanie, remember you? Remember where you, you know, in your mind, even with a doctorate's degree, I have a house check. I have a great husband check. I have three children check. So what? Life has ended. And then she meets me. Whoa. It was like a trailer truck hit her. <laughs> the two opposite ends of a balance. And, 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 and it's extraordinary what it can do for you. Intentionality, I think one of the best ways to do it is to join a group where results are required. So, you know, sales, you know, whatever it might be in a multi-level marketing. My God, my God, your energy level will go from here to here. And it falls in perfectly with tomorrow's subject, which is synergy and the renewal of synergy. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. I love you. Melanie Miller, thank God you were there. She told us she has no electricity. She can't be with us. Uh, no, 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 no. Get Alan's cellular. Get your cell. I don't care. We'll figure out a way. And we needed you here this morning, uh, Melanie Miller. So thank you. Merci, uh, Marie-Pierre. Love you guys. And please, the next time, I want the Anglophones to be one, two, and three. And the Anglophone podcast in sharing, say yes. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye-bye, everyone.